Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Rolling along, Greeny, back and better than ever on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. I have lost my train of thought. I have lost, <laughs> candidly, my mind. Everything we had planned has just been ripped up and thrown out the window because very, very big things may be happening as we speak. No time to waste. Here we go! Only one place to start. One place to start. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter is all about hiring people. It's all about people changing jobs and finding new jobs. And in the last few minutes, my hopes have grown, have (laughs) skyrocketed about the possibility that Aaron Rodgers is going to be looking for a new job soon. My main man, Bartholomew, Bart Scott, is with me here. You know him from ESPN Radio. He was on Get Up With Me all morning long today. And in the last few minutes, I want to explain exactly what's happened. Brian Gutekunst is the general manager of the Green Bay Packers. His news conference with all of the reporters and the TV cameras and everything that's rolling at the Combine is scheduled for right now, as I assume it has started or is starting any minute now. But an hour ago, he had a private session with just the beat reporters, just those who cover the Packers on a regular basis. And though there were no TV cameras in there, this was just sort of a side session, if you will. And one of them is our Rob Domofsky, who's a longtime friend. He's covered the Packers forever, and he works for us at ESPN. And he wasn't allowed to report anything that was said until that was over. (laughs) So 15 minutes ago, he started tweeting. And here are the tweets. He said, Brian Gutekunst, in a session with Packers reporters, said he hasn't spoken much with Aaron Rodgers since their end-of-season meetings but still hopes for a decision before free agency, which is March 15th. When asked whether he wants Rodgers back, quote, he's a great player, but until we have those conversations, I think all options are on the table. We need to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. We want what's best for the Green Bay Packers, what's best for him. So we'll get to that coming up. He also said Jordan Love is absolutely ready to be a starter, and they've been in regular communication with him and his agent about what's happening. Bart Scott, there, <laughs> you tell me if I'm overreacting to this. There was nothing keeping Rodgers from coming out of his dark room, calling up Gutekunst and saying, I'm back, I'm in, nothing, nothing to talk about here. So the fact that that hasn't happened, and the fact that Gutekunst's response to whether he wants him back is, he's a great player, tells me, Aaron Rodgers playing somewhere besides Green Bay feels more likely right now than it ever has before. Yeah, Greeny, in the words of Kevin Garnett, anything's possible. Possible. It is possible. It's on the table because Aaron Rodgers could have took it off the table by doing exactly what you said. You know, he went out and he came out of that retreat. Now, I don't know if he's scheduled to be on a, on a Pat McAfee show today because that may give us more clarity. I don't think he is. So if he stepped away from that, then this tells us that, you know, he's having those discussions and, you know, that's, this, the beauty of that is at the, it's at the combine where now you can have conversations on the side. We all know St. Elmo's is where you go mm-hmm. and you, 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 you chop and break bread with people that are in the industry with you. But this is an opportunity for Joe Douglas to do his best sales job. Now, I heard, you know, from you know, 711.com that also the Jets are having another meeting potentially with Derek Carr. I don't know what that meeting can be about because they were trying to act like it was a robust market for Derek Carr. But – all I know is he's had two official visits with two teams. It hasn't been all the other teams that you know has been speculated. Maybe that was someone trying to drum up some some um, energy around the, the um, possibility that he could be you know off the market. But Aaron Rodgers is one A, 
And I believe that Derek Carr is a consolation prize for every team, not you know the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, because there's a one A and there's a one B, right? Yeah. Because the one, well, or maybe actually it's one A, and that's Lamar yeah. Jackson. Exactly. And, and there's a lot of uncertainty hanging around that. And so <laughs> Derek Carr, look with with no disrespect intended to yes. him, he's had a fine career. He's a good player, but he's, he's not, not Aaron Rodgers and elite. he's not Lamar Jackson. So every team that thinks they might get one of those two guys right. is going to wait. Can you imagine Greeny in a world? where the non-exclusive tag is slapped on Lamar Jackson because the Ravens don't want to set a president like the Cleveland Browns, and they decide to say, you know what, if you are persistent about this guaranteed contract, we're going to let you move on, and we're going to start rebuilding with somebody else in draft picks, and you have a situation where the Jets are sitting there with Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers right there, I don't know if you'll be able to contain yourself you know, if that was the case, because I run to give up two first-round draft picks for Lamar Jackson. If I'm Woody Johnson, I don't care about the rest of the, the league. I don't care about – because all you guys have had franchise quarterbacks. I haven't had a franchise quarterback since Joe Namath. I will give the guaranteed contract. I would set a president that's going to affect Joe Burrow, that's going to affect potentially Jalen Hurts, that's going to you – know, Justin Herbert. Because if, if, a, if a team gives Lamar Jackson a guaranteed contract – then that means that all the guys that are elite, which isn't many, right? It's maybe top five, maybe, are going to get guaranteed contracts. And then that means Patrick Mahomes is going to go back to the table and say, you know what, I'm better than all of them. And then we're in a whole different world in sports altogether. Good. And I'm all fine with that. Like, I, I, I think these guys should have – I think all you guys should have guaranteed yeah. – a non-guaranteed contract is a misnomer. It's not a contract. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a concept. It's not <laughs> – a contract is I agree to something and you agree to something. Right. So I, I've never understood non-guaranteed contracts anyway. But that's not the point of this conversation. The point of this conversation is let me ask you this. Any team that was in this situation, it happens to be yeah. the team that, that you and I both care about somewhat significantly here with the Jets. But any team that's in this situation, would you rather have Rodgers, which is going to cost a lot less in every way, meaning yeah. it's going to cost less in compensation, what, what you have to give to the team, to the Green Bay. You're going to trade much less. Right. And it's going to cost you a lot less money in the scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Or would you rather have Lamar Jackson, which is going to cost you more in both cases, but is also a much longer-term yeah. solution um, than getting a 40-year-old? Wh- which is the preferable option to you? I got to take Lamar Jackson because my margin of error is a lot greater. See, if you get Aaron Rodgers, you're in to win for a year, maybe two. Lamar Jackson, like Joe Burrow said, that window is always open, and he's 26 years old. And I believe that we're getting to the point where we're going to start seeing quarterbacks, you know, get contracts much like baseball team players. It's going to be 10 to 12 years, and it's going to have an out in it where they can opt out or opt in the contract depending on how their career is going to give teams that relief. You know, Patrick Mahomes, almost a half a billion dollars, but it's a lot of flexibility to slide. And, you know, I believe at the end of the day, He's going to do something and add years on that because there's no way that he's going to be the fifth or sixth highest paid quarterback in the league. He's he's too good for that. So I, I see you know Lamar Jackson coming, but it's not going to be as you know it's not going to you know hold the organization back as much as it may seem when you hear you know ten years, 
230 guaranteed, but it's a 10-year contract. I don't think you guarantee the whole contract. I think you give him what guarantees he wants, and then you add four years on the end of it yeah. to, so that you can prorate the price. But he gets what he wants, the team gets what he wants, and who cares what the contract looks like versus what it actually is. Okay, so I'm good with all of that. If, if that's the way this thing goes, that's fine. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. L- l- let's go back to the beginning beginning of this because we've sort of jumped ahead of ourselves if you're Aaron Rodgers again I I will repeat he was in the dark room (laughs) there was nothing that the easiest thing for him to do would have been to come out of the dark room call up the Packers and say I've made up my mind I want to continue playing let's go win this thing right that didn't happen clearly that didn't happen there there would be nothing preventing them from saying that uh, Aaron, no, no one is confirming that Patrick Mahomes is coming back to Kansas City. We just know he is. Right. The, the, the fact that they have to confirm this with Aaron Rodgers tells you everything you need to know. So, if you're him, what do you want? If you want to keep playing, what is it you're looking for, and how do you get it? I mean, Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to come back, it comes with concessions, right? He, he pretty much stated what he wants. He wants Tunyon back. He wants Mercedes Lewis back. No, I don't wants- mean Green Bay. I mean, oh. what does he want? If you're him and you want out of there. Oh. Now, what are you looking for? The Jets. Look, well, if Aaron Rodgers is really available, the Jets and Raiders yeah. won't be the only teams interested. Right. But when you, when you think about it, you think about, you know, where the Raiders are, right? They have, you know, arguably his best weapon that he's ever had in his career. No disrespect to Donald Driver and Jordy Nelson. But Devontae Adams has been, he's a, the best, better, he's been sure. a better player. Yeah. Or do you want to go to a place with a young team with the offensive rookie of the year, with a lot of salary cap uh, flexibility, the ability to to surround you with some familiar faces, and also a system that you know? You know, quarterbacks, we watched Ben Roethlisberger go, you know, through it probably more than any, like, Hall of Fame quarterback with getting new coordinators over and over and over again and how the delay in being able to play at an elite level takes time. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers, if I want to go to a place where I can thrive immediately, I don't want to have to learn a new language. I don't want to have to try and figure out if Josh McDaniels is my type of guy and we have that marriage of his system and my system. No, I just go to the Jets and the system there is already in place. I already know the verbiage. I already know how to you know, teach the, 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 the verbiage. And also over there I may have some latitude and some flexibility to bring in Mercedes Lewis, to bring in you know, Tunyon so that I have other guys that I'm on the same page with. Hell, the Jets are probably going to cut Corey Davis. They can bring Alan Lazard in, and now he has a receiver that he knows to teach the receivers about the system. You know, Then you can bring in the tight end. That's going to be a great blocker. So I think all things, um, for me, if I was a player – I would want to go to a system where I could thrive because I ultimately want to make sure I play at a high level. And I know I can ensure that if I'm understanding the concepts and the verbiage. And then a final thought for you. I had Joe Klecko on the show yesterday. and He's not the only one who has voiced concern. Because, look, Roger's not an easy guy. You know, he's not an easy person to deal with. His, his personality is – he's not Brady. There, there are yeah. huge differences mm-hmm. in the way he approaches things and Brady approaches things. You can't expect everyone to be everything. Rogers has some quirks. How much of that yeah. concern is legitimate to you? None. Most, most players, most great players have quirks, right? And, you know, you talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady still came in and flipped that roster over, right? He demanded that he got Gronkowski. He demanded that he got, you know, A.B. He brought in, you know, all his, you know, guys that he was comfortable Leonard with. Fournette right, Leonard Fournette. Of, yeah. so, so he did that as well. So just because it's not, you know, it doesn't seem that way, it doesn't mean that he wasn't a demanding superstar as well. Now, what he did do is he gave the team relief so that they can go out and get the pieces that he asked for. But he, the, the Aaron Rodgers don't have to give money back. 
All he has to do is tell the Jets what he needs, and the Jets are in a position where they can be, you know, a playoff or a Super Bowl contender with Aaron Rodgers. You can't tell me that if Aaron Rodgers was the, was the starting quarterback for the Jets that they wouldn't be, you know, arguably the favorite to win that division because we see what's happening in Buffalo with them losing maybe Poirier or Hyde coming off an injury. Bond Miller, we don't know what he's going to be coming back. And you hear their general manager saying that they don't have the flexibility to go out and get things. We don't know about Tua Tungabailoa. So Woody Johnson has a mandate. that The winning time for winning is now. The Jets, 12 years, the longest fran- franchise that hasn't been to the playoffs. That's a travesty, especially in a market like this. Are you listening to this, Brandon? Our stage manager, Brandon Phillips, who, who remains the one ridiculous holdout uh, amongst the people I know. He doesn't want Rodgers, doesn't want any part of Rodgers. He wants if not Gardner. Rogers, then are who? you ready for this? He wants Gardner Minshew. Did he you, said aloud the words, I would rather have Gardner did, Minshew than Aaron Rodgers. Did you see Minshew when they had to depend on him in Philadelphia? He couldn't get the job done. Couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it done. Brandon, what do you think of this? No, he wants Derek Carr. Derek Carr, you, you, you're going to ask Derek Carr to go be better than, you know, than Josh Allen. He hasn't shown that he can do that. right? He hasn't shown that he can beat the great quarterback. He's never won a game when it was 40 degrees or colder outside either. That as well. So, like, like, listen, Derek Carr is like the consolation prize when you're sitting up there, you, 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 you're, you're trying to get like something out of the corn, cornflake box and you know you get that 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 glow ring and something like that. Man. I hate the glow ring. Everyone yeah. hates the glow ring, Brandon. Everyone wants a better prize than that. Rogers is going to play one year, and we're going to win the Super Bowl, and it's going to be just fine. Don't you worry about it. Brandon is a, a ridiculous person. It's um, a lot of scar tissue amongst Jet fans. I understand it's a lot of trauma there. So no, I'll, we are I'll give him a pass. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't deserve a pass. Believe me, you're being much too kind. Brandon does not deserve any of the niceness that you are bestowing upon him. <laughs> trust me. Bart, you're the best. Thank you uh, very much, Thank my you. man. You'll hear him later today in New York. You Hopefully know the star- we see the green smoke. Hopefully oh, we see the green smoke. Please. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone. They've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs that's what makes them america's number one battery destination get in the zone with AutoZone. much more on this as we go plus it was fun while it lasted how my latest love affair only lasted one day that's next says greenie on espn radio greenie the podcast passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around different stressors i do you do we all do big small and when we keep them bottled up as i sometimes have had happen in the past it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance from snowy New York City. Our first snow day in almost a full calendar year. Brandon, do you know how many days it was? Did it turn out to be? It was well over 300 days since the last time we had an accumulation of snow. I, I hate to say this aloud to the folks all across the country who've dealt with terrible snowstorms all year long. But here in New York City... We did not have a day where there was an accumulation of snow this entire winter until today. And I, I think it got close to 365 days in between winter storms. I, I forgot to look that up. But one way or another, there was some snow on the ground outside today, um, which I generally hate. But it feels kind of nice in some way. I, if, if it were this rare, <laughs> then I guess I wouldn't hate it quite as much. Uh, anyway, um, big news again from the NFL. Huge news from the NBA. we got a bunch of baseball to get into today. The scoop. Well, the scoop on Aaron Rodgers is huge. Um, and again, if you're just joining me here, Brian Gutekunst, who is the general manager of the Packers, for the first time has spoken about the situation with Rodgers and has made it clear that the team has not heard from Rodgers, that they have not had any conversation about his future. This strikes me and all of the people I've talked to as a clear indication that Rodgers is done in Green Bay. I think we all think that's what the Packers want. When asked if he wants, if the Green Bay Packers want Rodgers to return, the general manager's response was, he's a great player. That's, you look up in history, that's coded language for, we're looking at other options. And that other option is Jordan Love, whom he says is absolutely ready to be a starter, and with whom he says he and his front office have been in constant contact throughout the process. So I do think at this point Rodgers is moving on. I really do. There's been a lot of wishful thinking for me in this for a while since the beginning of this process. If you listen to the show, you know that. I now actually think it's going to happen. Now, where he goes, I think, is very much up for grabs. Coming to the Jets is risky. It's not as easy as, well, Greeny wants him to come here and, and they have a good young receiver and a good defense. It's not as easy as that. Coming to New York comes with a lot of baggage. Coming to a team that has done as little winning as the Jets have comes with a lot of question mark. The Raiders, I think, will be heavily in on this. And if it does become clear that he's going to move on, I have no doubt other teams will become involved as well. So I don't think the fact that he's moving on, it's as simple as, well, now the Jets are going to get him. 
but I think the Jets are really motivated and will go as far as can be gone to get him. But let's make no mistake. Rodgers will dictate the terms of this thing. Rodgers doesn't have a no-trade clause, but he might as well because no team is going to trade for Aaron Rodgers unless he makes it clear he wants to play for them. So Rodgers, for all intents and purposes, has a no-trade clause. He has control over the situation to a large degree. So if he doesn't want to play for the Jets, then that's the end of that conversation. If he wants to play for the Raiders, if he wants to play for another team, if he wants to play for an NFC team, it's going to get interesting. Because if you're the Packers, that's going to be a tougher pill to swallow. So I think everything is now on the table. As a quick aside, did I mention that Aaron Rodgers was indirectly the inspiration for the book that we did? So Hembo and I have a book coming out. It's my book that with Hembo did the research for, and he did a magnificent job. And it's called Got Your Number. And it began, Bubba, because we were sitting around one day, the Get Up staff, after a show one day, and we were talking about how many great quarterbacks wear the number 12. And that, in fact, at that moment in time, the two best quarterbacks in the NFL both wore the number 12, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. But that there isn't any question, Brady owns the number 12. And it was in that conversation. And, of course, number 12 was also worn by, among others, Terry Bradshaw and Roger Staubach and Joe Namath and Jim Kelly and a ton of other all-time greats. And it was in that moment that I got the idea for this book. So the book is called Got Your Number. It is my first true sports book, and I'm as proud of it and what we did with it as anything I've ever done in my career. And it's available for order right now because in it I decide – with extraordinary research from Hembo, who owns every number from 1 to 100 in sports history. And it is available. The book is called Got Your Number. The author is me. You can order it from anywhere that you would normally order your books. If you could pre-order, if you are interested in this book, if you think it would be good for you or a good gift for someone that you know loves sports debate and history, if you could pre-order it, it would help us enormously with the publisher and convince them that we're going to do well and they need to print more. One way or another, it's available anywhere you order books. It's called Got Your Number. The author is me. And if you uh, would like a link, I have one pinned to the top of my Twitter profile, at ESPN Greeny. First tweet pinned up there. You click on there, you can order it from anywhere you want. And our thanks, as always, for your support. Having said all of that, Bubba, there are people who are telling me, including one I'm staring at right now, Brandon Phillips, my stage manager and resident doofus, (laughs) is sitting here telling me that I should not want Aaron Rodgers... Joe Klecko, my hero yesterday, told us that he is concerned that Rodgers is going to be a problem. What are your views on this, Bubba? I mean, I'm with you 100% when we kicked Brandon out of the studio. Yes. I'm surprised he's allowed back. Yeah. You're telling me you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers. You go get him yourself right now and bring him to New York. As someone, I mean, again, I'm a fan of Dak Prescott, but as someone who has seen the Cowboys struggle because of sometimes issue at the quarterback, and you have a chance to bring an MVP and a future Hall of Famer, you get him immediately. Even if he's going to be somewhat of an issue in the locker room, which I don't necessarily think will be an issue, you have to get Aaron Rodgers. There's not even a debate. There's, There's no question that you have to get Aaron Rodgers he will bring the Jets to the next level. There's not even a debate here. Yeah, it, it, it is. If you're going to take a chance, anything you're going to do, if we just analyze this from the Jets' perspective, anything you do at this point is risky. 
Drafting a quarterback would be risky. Signing any free agent would be risky. Um, keeping Zach Wilson would be risky. All of the options that actually exist, there's some element of risk with all of them. So if you're going to take a risk, why wouldn't you bet on someone that we know at minimum is one of the greatest players of all time? Like what we know that that's the one thing that we know with certainty. There are a lot of things in all this that are uncertain of which there are questions. What the one thing that no one questions is his greatness. He has been one of the greatest players of all time. He knows how to do that. We know that for sure. That's the only thing we know for sure in all of this. So I think even if you view it as a risk, which I understand there were certainly some elements of risk to it, it feels to me like the best risk you might take in this situation. So I love it from that standpoint um, and every other. The other thing that came up with regards to Joe Klecko brought up specifically the idea that, well, a young player like Garrett Wilson, if he runs the wrong route and now Aaron Rodgers is yelling at him, what will that do for a young player? What will it do for the locker room? I brought that up yesterday, and the response I got was a great one. The response I got was, you know what Garrett Wilson wants? He wants someone throwing him touchdown passes. Garrett Wilson was the offensive rookie of the year last year. He caught four touchdowns. Because the Jets did not have a capable quarterback on their roster. If all of a sudden he catches 12 touchdowns on 116 balls and puts himself in position for the next Devontae Adams contract, you think he's going to be too worried about Aaron Rodgers yelling at him? I don't think so. So I'm much less worried about that. I'm actually not worried about anything. I'm worried about not getting him. Now, here's the really complex question. Cam, I'm going to ask you this. Cam... If you're a team, and I can, look, I know that I'm talking a lot about the Jets here, but th- they happen to be the team in the middle of this conversation. But make yourself any team that needs a quarterback right now. Atlanta just released Marcus Mariota. They need a quarterback. Um, the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders need a quarterback. Lots of teams need it. Carolina needs a quarterback. Lots of teams need a quarterback. Would you rather get Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers understanding that Lamar Jackson is going to cost you at minimum two first-round draft picks, and if they put a higher, uh, you know, the higher franchise tag on him, it'll probably cost you more than that. Plus, you're going to have to guarantee him $240 million, which makes even Rogers' big contract seem like nothing by comparison. But he's yours for probably the next, you know, for the entirety of the foreseeable future, as opposed to a year or two at the max. Which would you do right now, Cam? I think it depends on the team for the Jets who have a lot of those pieces and, you know, would be already built kind of around Aaron Rodgers. You want a guy like Rodgers that could, in theory, win now. I think for a team like the Falcons, for a team like the Panthers who have a lot of good weapons but maybe still need more to add, obviously you're giving up a little bit more, but you'd have theoretically Jackson for longer and more time to build around him. Whereas with Rodgers, you'd need to do it right now. And again, if I wish you could all see Brandon, the faces he's making, because everything Cam just said is right. Unless Brandon was reacting to your mustache, I really have That's no very idea possible. what you were upset, what you were upset about with what he's saying. Everything he's saying is right. Bubba, let me go to you. If I gave you the option right now between if the Cowboys didn't have Dak Prescott, this is your team we're talking about now. And I'm giving you the options as we have set them up between Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. Which way would you go? Uh, I'm taking I'm taking Aaron Rodgers, um, just because I think he's right now uh, a, a better quarterback. And I'm also concerned about Lamar's injury 
uh, the history over the last couple of years. So I, I'd be concerned about, like you just mentioned, signing him up for that huge contract and the amount we're going to be paying him. I think right now, and especially talking about the Cowboys, they're built right now to win. You give me Aaron Rodgers for one, two, three years, I think we win a Super Bowl right now. I, I think if Aaron Rodgers had been the quarterback of the Cowboys this past year, they would have won the Super Bowl. I think the Rodgers, people are underestimating where he is right now. Look, the world was ready to write off Tom Brady. Don't start with the revisionist history. When Tom Brady was leaving New England, nobody wanted him. The Raiders chose to keep Derek Carr, even though Brady wanted to go to Vegas. People were ready to say, oh, he's, no, he's, he's washed up, he's too old, he can't do it anymore. Uh, but no, it turns out the weapons were terrible. In the case of Green Bay, A, the weapons got terrible, and B, Aaron Rodgers broke his freaking thumb. He broke his thumb whatever week that was, week five against the whatever week it was they played the Giants. And his hand was never the same again. So I'm not saying you're getting the Rodgers of two or three years ago, but you're getting something closer to that than what he looked like last year. Of that, I feel very confident. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today. Find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. So that's one scoop. The Scoop. Here comes another. LeBron James' season is likely over, and so is the season of the Los Angeles Lakers, which stinks. I literally, Bubba, I jumped on their bandwagon. It lasted one day. That was a good run. It was a good run I had on that bandwagon. I'm telling you they were ready to make a move. I'm telling you the Lakers, with the trades they made, with the pieces they added, with the shooting they had, with the defense they're playing, that's a team that won a championship in the bubble two years ago, and this team looked a lot like it. And LeBron is, has been, was this season playing at a first-team All-NBA level, despite his being 38 years old. But the foot is down, and it's not going to get back up. Woj said they fear they're going to be without him for several weeks. If that is the case, I don't even know that he comes back this year. I'm not sure what the purpose is. Come back to try as hard as he can to sneak into 10th and get the play-in. I, I don't see it happening. I, I When Woj said this morning on Get Up, it is not a question of when LeBron comes back this year. It's if he comes back this year. I think that's pretty much... Let me, let me tell you from having worked as closely with Woj as I have now over the last year and a half, he is very measured in what he says. He's not saying... There are no words he's using that he's not using with giving some thought to them. He would not have said that casually. There's a real chance that we have seen the last of LeBron for this season, like I think a better than 50-50 chance. Um, so it's a shame because that's a Laker team that I think could have really made some noise. I really believe that. I know it sounds ridiculous for a team that's under 500 and currently 12th in the Western Conference, but I really think they had a shot to get into the playoffs, win a playoff series, and then who knows? Are you telling me they had no chance to beat Denver? No chance to beat the Clippers? No chance to beat anyone but maybe Phoenix. And let's see exactly what Phoenix is. The only team I could see just sort of shutting down the West is if Phoenix is dominant. If KD steps in there and they're immediately comfortable and great, maybe they just become a juggernaut. Maybe they're unbeatable. Otherwise, I think the West is wide open. And I think the Lakers would have had a real shot. And instead, they do not. And I think it is a shame. All right, as we continue, I explained all of this to you yesterday. Why is everyone still getting it wrong? My genius will be fully put to the test next as I explain what you need to understand 
Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Any with you on ESPN Radio, a couple of quick uh, notes to clean up here before we move on to our next subject. One of them is that it turns out we had a half an inch of snow accumulation in New York on February 1st, and that that technically counted as breaking the streak. So it was 328 days between snow accumulation. And depending where you are in America listening to me, I can imagine what your reaction is. If you're in Buffalo, you're telling me, oh, Greeny, shut up. And right now, if you're in Palm Beach, you're laughing hysterically. If you were standing on the first tee at Bears Club or at Grove 23 right now, you're laughing hysterically um, at the notion that um, of this snow. So one way or another, there's that. And then one other quick football note, uh, the New York Giants are going to release Kenny Galladay, one of the worst free agent signings of all time. They can't officially do it until March 15th. It saves them some salary cap money. But there is a free agent on the market. I'm not sure if anyone is going to be interested. Having said all of that, this is another one of these occasions. I explained all this to you yesterday, where once again, my genius is going to have to be displayed. Mine is that sort of rare genius that will not be fully appreciated until long after it's time. The genius, you said? Your genius. He's genius, eh? We're not going to appreciate your brilliance until you're gone. Brilliant. Thank you, Sir Charles. Uh, he is exactly right. Once again, I need to explain this to everybody. Everyone is getting this thing with baseball wrong. People are yelling, screaming, complaining, and acting as though the sky is falling because baseball has instituted a much-needed pitch clock, and they're acting like because one spring training game ended on a strike that was called without a pitch being thrown because the batter wasn't ready yet, as though this is going to decide Game 7 of the World Series and that this is the worst thing that has ever happened. My friend Rich Eisen on his radio show suggested they shouldn't use the pitch clock in the ninth inning so we don't take any chance on that happening. I love Rich, but I disagree strongly. The bottom line is the pitch clock is good for baseball. The players will get used to it. It will not be any greater problem than the play clock is in football. A delay of game penalty coming in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl would not be deemed something catastrophic 
and nor should this be. Here's the simple truth. There are a collection of people, sports fans, and I appreciate you if you are one, because I sort of am like you, that are traditionalists. I don't love change. I think the older you get, the less you like change in general in life. And I don't want to see substantial change in any sport, much less baseball. But it is necessary. It is needed. The sport needs what the, what the impact that this is going to have on it. And here's what I would say to you if you are a traditionalist. If you didn't know there was a pitch clock and you just watched the game and it was 20 minutes faster and the, pitch, the, the, the pitcher isn't standing there forever and the batter isn't adjusting his batting gloves and scratching himself for 45 seconds after every pitch at which he did not swing – and it just gets back in the box, and the game moves along at a pace that you and I both remember from a time once before, you would think, what a good ball game today. I enjoyed the game today. I enjoyed watching today. What a great baseball season this just was. If you didn't know there was a pitch clock, you would love the pitch clock. You just didn't know it. What you don't like is the idea that this is a substantial change And that, quote-unquote, the beauty of baseball has always been that there is no clock. I get it. I understand that. You're not wrong. But in this case, you're not right either. The sport needs to move along. The pitches need to come more quickly. The change they are making is a good one. And again, it will have almost no impact on play the way you're thinking of. Now, will it lead to a greater advantage that pitchers have? I saw Max Scherzer talking about that. We'll see. Will it lead to more offense and more scoring? We'll see. But what it will not have is we will not have a procession of games ending because a pitcher didn't get a pitch off on time or a batter wasn't ready. They will adjust to that immediately. So in my opinion, if you are a traditionalist, if you just pretend the clock doesn't exist, you will barely notice it. What you will notice is the game moving along at a much more brisk pace which will be appealing to you. You will like it. You and I grew up at a time when the game was played with exactly the same amount of action and much more quickly. They're going to shave 20 minutes off of these games, 20 minutes in which otherwise nothing happens. And as a consequence of that, you are going to get back 54 hours of your life over the course of a baseball season. That's two and a half days that you can spend doing literally anything more productive than watching nothing happen between pitches in a baseball game. So that is my conclusion here. If you are a traditionalist, you should be in favor of this. It's going to make the game better, not just for the younger generation, but for you. Because you and I both remember when a nine-inning baseball game took two hours and 28 minutes to play, and it was better then, and it's going to be better again. Now, the three true outcomes and all that kind of stuff, these are still challenges they need to work on. But let's deal in one thing at a time. Making the bases bigger is a good change. Getting rid of the shift is a good change. The pitch clock is a good change. If you are a traditionalist, you should embrace it. So I know it is fashionable to dump on baseball. Everyone wants to. And I know it is particularly fashionable to dump on Rob Manfred. Everyone likes doing that. But the truth is, he's got this exactly right. He is exactly right. He is acting on behalf of this game that you and I love.
He is protecting it from itself. And the sport is going to look and feel better to you, no matter how old you are. So before you say, well, we're letting the TikTok generation ruin baseball, that might be the motivation for this change. But I believe the change will actually be appealing to everyone who likes the sport. So that is one of those things that, once again, will not be fully appreciated like my genius until long past my time. We continue in a moment. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.